Well, good morning, everyone. How are we doing this morning? Doing well? All right. Well, welcome to part two of our current teaching series titled Change Maker. And before we jump in, and this is only a short series, this is only a three-weeker, but before we jump in, I need to make just a couple housekeeping announcements, and then we'll jump right in. But uh, can we go to the message slides real quick? And unless we are there, there we go. I need to say about first Wednesday, we've been promoting this the last several weeks, but it's this Wednesday is our very first first Wednesday experience of prayer and worship. And what we're going to have, and I've been saying this for the next or the last several weeks, is just a time of worship, a time of prayer, a small little devotion, runs six to seven o'clock. All of our kids' activities on Wednesday nights are at 6, so drop them. They get done at 7.30, so we're going to have about 25 to 30 minutes here of just, hey, we're done, and just relax and get to know someone. Super informal. I mean, just do what you want, but, well, don't do what you want because you may be wanting doing lots of things, but uh, just get here, and we'll lead you through it. It's going to be powerful. But one of those things uh, during this time, this Wednesday, is up front on the corners of the stage, in the front of the stage, is we've got these experience prayer cards, and on the back is for you to fill out, and if you want prayer, and we're going to have these laying all on the front of our stage during this Wednesday night experience for us. So you're going to have about 30 minutes of time of just prayer, and we want to be praying for each other. So this is an easy way to get your prayer requests on here and say, hey, I, I know someone's just going to be praying for me this Wednesday. And it says name and email are optional. That means it's what? Optional. Very good. Not an easy test there, right? You don't have to put your name unless you're like, hey, I, yes, I am so-and-so, and I want this prayer. We can be a little more specific that way if you want. But we're going to ask you after service, if you want some prayer and just, hey, I filled out my card during first service already, to come up front, either there, there, or there, or there, and grab it. There's pens there, and just write a prayer request, and then drop it off in the baskets, okay? But we want to be praying for each other during this first Wednesday experience. So fill it out. You're just going to have to make your way through the people at right after service, and we'll remind you because you're going to forget. All right? We're human, right? So turn to your neighbor and say, don't forget. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I'll forget. There you go. All right. So hey, next week we're going to wrap up this Change Maker series, but um, turn to your neighbor and say, be a change maker. See, we here at Radiant Life truly believe that God wants you to be a change maker. We believe that we're all on a spiritual journey. And many of us, we're on a different spiritual journey. Not all of us are exactly on the exact same journey. But we truly believe that everyone is on a spiritual journey towards God. And one of the things that we pray, and I've said this before from stage, that we pray throughout the week and every Sunday morning is number one above everything that you would experience who? Experience Jesus. Because I know for some of us in room this size, we've had chaos throughout the week. And we just come in and we just want a breath of fresh air. Just come in and help me. And so whether we're good this morning and we had an awesome week or whether we're struggling, we want every person on Sunday morning to experience Jesus. What would be awesome is that you're constantly experiencing Jesus every day of the week. But one of our hearts is we truly believe that deep down that our Heavenly Father, you got to know Him intimately. Intimately. 
Not just, hey, I, I said a salvation prayer one time in my life and I'm good. No, 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 no. It's a daily walk with your heavenly Father. Man, that's where true life comes from. Jesus says, I come to not only just give life, but I came to give abundance to you. Life to the abundance or life to the full. And that's what we truly believe that you can experience as a follower of Jesus. And the next is when you, when you know him intimately and you're growing, we truly believe the next step for you is to find freedom. Find what? Freedom. And that when you experience Jesus, listen, your chains and your shackles that are holding you down, that only Jesus can break them. Can I get a good amen? amen. That you will experience freedom. Maybe for some of us, it's an addiction. Maybe for others of us, it's a spending habit and a credit card issue that, hey, I can't do this on my own. Maybe it's freedom because you let the root of bitterness grow deep down inside of your heart and you need freedom from that and you need forgiveness and you can't do it alone. But we truly believe that we got to fix our yesterdays so we can focus on the future. And the only way we're going to fix our, our yesterdays is finding who Jesus is in our lives and find freedom. And when you're able to go off like that, we truly believe, as you can see this journey, is that you'll discover your purpose. That you were created for purpose, on purpose, with a purpose. One of the things that I love to do with our babies that are born here into the Radiant Life family is I'll see it on Facebook or social media somewhere, and I'll stop and I'll pray for that kid. And I always pray for two things. Number one, that that child would get to know who his, heav or, his or her heavenly father is. And number two, that they would find the purpose of why God created them. There's nothing greater than living into the reason that God created you to be. There's so much joy there. And for some of us, we, we're still just kind of searching, why, why, what am I meant to be? What, listen, and if you're a teacher, and you're a follower of Jesus and you're a teacher, speak life into kids. There's a generation that is lost and the, the, the homes are in shambles. They need you. To be that light in the darkness in their life. Go speak life into kids this week. Come on, I need a better amen than that. Or I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, it's like watching paint dry on a wall right now. Come on now. Go speak life into people who need it. Discover your purpose, but help other people discover theirs. There will be so much joy there. And lastly... We believe when we experience Jesus and you find freedom and discover purpose, you're going to be a change maker. Turn to your neighbor and say once again, be a change maker. Because we believe here at Radiant Life, the ultimate purpose of my life is to make a difference. That one of the reasons you were created is to live a life beyond you. And I know what human nature says. Default, watch out for you. It's all mine, right? It's my money, it's my time, it's my talent, it, it, it's, 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 it's me. What, what about me? Listen, if you're a follower of Jesus this morning, you've got to hear this. The one who could have made it all about him, Jesus Christ, sacrificed it all for you. And we're to do the same for others. You can't follow Jesus and not do what Jesus did. You know what that's called? Disobedience. You know what disobedience is? it's sin you got to live a life beyond you well Ryan prove it in scripture okay well alright in the book of John in the newer testament John was a disciple of Jesus John uh, was known as the disciple whom Jesus loved a little more intimate relationship right parents you may yeah, 
don't raise your hand, but you may have a favorite child that you just is like, they're just really good, right? Or maybe a niece or nephew or a grandchild, you're like, ah, they just have that special place in my heart. I mean, we love all of our kids, right? Can I get a good amen? But there's just others that are like, a little better than the other, right? (laughs) I did not say that. But uh, watch this. And John was like that with Jesus. Jesus had his 12 dudes he hung out with and did ministry. And and there's these, these 12 guys. But within the 12, Jesus chose three to even have a smaller group with and more intimate. And one was John, and he's writing about the life of Jesus in John chapter 15. And this is what Jesus has to say. This, meaning the blessing, being a blessing, go be a change, make a difference. This is to my Father's glory that you, can we read these three words together? That you bear much fruit. There's something in your life that is coming alive in you. Guess what doesn't bear fruit? Dead things. But you're a follower of Jesus, you got to bear fruit. You're not dead inside. You've got the breath and the presence of God living in you. you got to bear fruit. And it says, showing yourselves to be my disciple. Hey, how, how is the world going to know that you and I follow Jesus? You're going to bear fruit. You're going to make a difference in your life. And then he says this, Jesus says this, I told you this so that You should do your own study and realize how many times Jesus says, so that. So he's saying, I'm going to tell you all these things, not just to say things and look fancy. I'm going to tell you all these things with a purpose. So that my joy, your heavenly Father's joy, may be where? Can we read these two words? In you. And that your joy may be incomplete Maybe 50% in you? No, 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 no. So that your joy may be complete. And I know some of us are like, you know, I'm not feeling that though. Like I've, I've surrendered everything to Jesus and I've just, I, I, I'm not, here's our problem. Our worldly view of joy says I need a vacation. Anyone there this morning, right? Yeah, I, we, if we're honest, we all just say, hey, I can go to Hawaii right now. Just get me there, Jesus, right? Get me on that plane, fly me there, Right now, right? Joy doesn't come when your team's winning all the time either. Though it makes it a little easier on Saturdays. But joy doesn't come just because your marriage is happy. Because your relationships are good. True joy comes when you know the Father and your life is bearing fruit and making a difference in someone's life. Then you hear the Father's joy, and it's not just yours, it's that my joy, God's joy, Jesus' joy is in you. There's no other joy, it's unspeakable joy, it is in you. And we believe here that God blesses us so we can be a blessing to who? Others. That it's a life beyond me. That I'm going to be a change maker and I'm going to make a difference in this world. That God created me on purpose for a purpose, with purpose, and I'm going to find it so I can make a difference in someone's life. Can I get a good amen? You guys are quiet this morning. My goodness. We're going to start having a tally. Who gives more amens, first service or second service, all right? A little competition. Not that I'm competitive or anything, but hey, a little competition, all right? You were created for a purpose to make a difference in someone's life. You were. In fact, look at Father, the father of our faith is known as a guy by the name of Abraham. 
In fact, if you grew up in church, you probably sang that song. Father. Yeah, great job, guys. Awesome. Right? If you really know the song, what do you end up doing? Like, you're moving body parts, right? Left arm, right arm. Like, why are we doing that? If you really think, that's just weird. Right? And you got kids, like, marching. It's like, what are we doing? Anyways, the father of our faith, Abraham, and found in the very first book of, of God's word in Genesis, God makes him a promise. And check out this promise of what happens to our father, or the father of our faith, Abraham. This is God speaking to him. He says, I will make you into a what? Great. Not a mediocre. Not a, you know, every once in a while you do a good job. No, 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 no. I'll make you into a great nation. And I will bless you, Abraham. I will make your name great. And you will be a what? Are you starting to see, listen, starting to see the picture? God's saying, listen, I'm going to make you great and bless you. Why? Because you're going to be a blessing. You're going to be a blessing. I'm going to give you awesome things. I'm going to make you great. I'm going to do some great things in your life. But listen, it's not just for you. It's so you can bless others. Then he continues, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And what's this one word? Oh, one more time, it's what? All people on earth. You know what the Hebrew word for all? All. Not a trick question. It's everyone. Abraham, I'm going to make you great, and I'm going to give you things. Why? Because all people on earth will be blessed through you, Abraham. And you may be sitting there this morning saying, you know, Ryan, that was a promise 4,000 years ago. What about us today in the 21st century? Are you really going to claim that thing that was 4,000 years ago? Yeah, I am. Well, prove it to me. All right. In the Newer Testament, you've got a guy by the name of Paul who hated Jesus, hated this Christian thing, didn't even know who Jesus was and had an encounter, that first thing that we say, experienced Jesus, had an experience with him, and all of a sudden it changed his life. He became the greatest missionary in the first century world, hated them, and fell in love with Jesus, entered into a relationship with Jesus, and he's writing to a church that he started in Galatia, which is in present-day Turkey, and these first-time followers of Jesus don't know how to follow Jesus. And he writes a letter to them in the book that we have. It's in Galatians chapter 3, and this is what Paul has to write to the church. He says, watch this, through Christ Jesus... God has blessed the Gentiles. And you'd be sitting there going, who in the world are the Gentiles? Well, during this time, there's two people, two people's groups on the time of, during Jesus' life. Number one, you were either Jewish or you were a Gentile. So if you were not Jewish, what were you? What are you and I today? We're Gentiles. So anytime you read this in the Newer Testament, insert yourself there. There's just, there's just two people groups during Jesus' time. Again, if you're not Jewish, you were just Gentile. So here, Paul's writing to that church in Galatians saying, listen, through Christ Jesus, God blessed you guys with the, with the what? Same blessing that he promised who? So basically God's saying, listen, listen, the same outpouring that I'm pouring the father of our faith, Abraham, that I've started this great nation of Israel through, the same exact pouring, it's on you and me. Claim it. Be a difference maker. Why are you blessed? So you can go be a blessing to others. 
And it's so difficult in this world. And I'll be honest, it's even difficult, I think, in the United States of America to be very selfish. Because it's mine. I work hard for all this. It's mine. But guess what? It's not done yet. So there's a pastor by the name of Timothy, and Timothy gets a letter. Not his church that he's leading, but Timothy personally gets a letter. And here's in 1 Timothy chapter 6. This is the pastor Timothy receives this letter. And this is what it says. Command those, Timothy, you're the pastor. Command those who are what? Okay, now a little time out. Some of us are like, Ryan, I'm not rich. I can tune out right now. No, no. Rich is abundance and a blessing. The problem in America is we think rich, we think of this right here, do we not? Money, money, money. No, 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 that's not it. It's abundance in blessing. Listen, you can be blessed beyond just financial blessing in your life. He says, command those who are rich. If you live in America, you're rich. Abundant blessing in this present world, knowing that there's an age to come after Jesus comes and the, the heaven and it's there in this world. Listen, I got I to gotta tell everyone who are rich, who are abundant in this present world, not to be arrogant nor put their hope in wealth. Why? Because it's uncertain. But put their hope in God, who richly provides us with what? Everything for our enjoyment. Now pause there, right? I thought you said we're blessed to be a blessing and we got to bless others. Yes, but God also blesses us right here for our enjoyment. You are to enjoy the things that you have received. I mean, think about it on Christmas Day, right? As, as, as a parent, as an aunt and uncle, as a grandma and grandpa, do you not get joy when that child rips into that present and they're just so happy? There's joy there, right? Like, it is so awesome. You go out to, and you buy lemonade from someone, a little kid, right? You go out you, during summertime, lemonade stand, and you just want to be nice, right? You go and buy that lemonade, and you give them maybe a little more than what they asked for. You have no intentions on drinking that thing. Their little hands been in the cup, and they're pouring. You, what do you do? Hey, thanks, sweetie. Like, you, know, you know you do that. Am I the only one that does that? Then I don't do it either. If you don't, I don't do it, all right? Why do we do that? We just love to see them so happy, and that's the heart of our Heavenly Father. He loves to see us happy, but it's not just for us. It is for our enjoyment, but look, command them. Command the church that you're leading, Timothy, to what? Do good. To be rich in good deeds, to be that abundant blessing in doing good, and to be generous and willing to share. You're right, it's not just all for me. So I can be generous and willing to share and just be rich in good deeds and helping other people. Absolutely. And it's not done. He says, in the same way, they'll lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation for the coming age, meaning all eternity, when we get to heaven and all eternity. Basically, he's saying is, you've got a savings account there, that you're building up these things, and God's going to give you some treasures when you get up to heaven, and when you're going to spend with him all eternity, you're in this life, and it is about a little glimpse compared to all eternity that you're going to spend. So that, there's that two words again. So that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. See, giving ourselves away is true life. 
and we follow our example of our Heavenly Father. We follow what He did with His Son, Jesus Christ. In fact, the Gallup survey came up, and they're like, you know what? They looked at this kind of verse and used the word rich, and they used it financially, and they did a survey a couple of years back, and they surveyed the whole spectrum of financial people, and they said, how much money do you have to make in order to be rich? And this is only in America. And the general survey came back that this is how much, $150,000 per year in order for you to be rich. So the Gallup survey took that and like, they thought that was a little high. It's a lot of money. So they decided to take a smaller subsect group and say, if you make between thirty dollars and $35,000 a year, how much do you have to make in order to be rich? And here's what that smaller group said. They said $75,000 a year. And they're like, wow, what a crazy range of spectrum of our perspective. So they said, all right, let's, let's survey a third group. Let's survey the group who actually reads Money Magazine. And I think you have to have money in order to read Money Magazine. And who in the world spends hours reading Money Magazine, right? And they surveyed them and said, okay, those subscribers, they sent out a survey, how much money a year do you have to make in order to feel rich? Here's what they said, $5 million. So Gallup survey came back and said, here's our answer. Nobody is rich, but everybody knows somebody who is. <laughs> here's the truth. If you make between forty-four dollars and $45,000 per year combined income, you are in the top 1% in the world. Many of us, we, we, we may not feel that. Think about that. You're in the top 1% in the world. You are more blessed than you realize. In fact, think about just the silly rich problem. We call them first world problems that we have. Like some of us will get on an airplane and travel somewhere and we'll be 30 to 35,000 feet in the air and complain that the internet is too slow in the air. We'll complain. Some of us did it this morning. You went into a room that your clothes live in. <laughs> That's funny right there. Just think about that. And then you went into that room where your clothes are living in. You looked at your heap of clothes and said, I have. <laughs> That's funny right there. Right? We do it. And we say, I'm not rich. You are so blessed beyond belief. You're blessed. So what do we do with our blessing? Look what Jesus says in Luke. This is awesome. Luke was a physician who took meticulous detail about the life of Jesus. And we have his letter in the Newer Testament. Here's what he said. He says this. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. So when God pours out his blessing, not just financially, but with time, with your energy, with whatever, much is going to be required in return. God knows I'm going to give you this because I know what they're going to do with it. I know the requirement and their heart is willing to give it to other people. And when someone has been entrusted with much, look at this, even more will be required. Even more. Here's what I believe deep down in my heart and I've been praying this for probably the last three, two and a half, three months. Is I truly believe this, Radiant Lifers, that we believe that God has more. 
not to guilt trip us, but I think God wants us responsible with what he's given us. Guilt is an unproductive emotion. But God just wants us to be responsible. Why do you even have clothes today? Maybe your job is to go out and just bless someone. Can I say, if you're going out to eat after service, will you go and bless the waiter or waitress and give them a little higher tip than normal today? Go make their day. Don't get that calculator out and say, I'm only going to give a 13% tip. That is, no. God didn't send his son Jesus and say, well, that person's going to screw up a lot. I'm only going to let, you know, give them about 5% grace. No. God gave everything. Go, go give them a 20, 25% tip. Can I get a good amen on that one? Dude, we ought to be the most generous people Christians should, not the most stingy that get out the calculator into the penny and the cent. Forget that. Jesus was not stingy with you. Why do we got to be stingy with other people? My finances are tight. Absolutely. I get that. And maybe that waiter or waitress's finances are even tighter. I don't know. I just want to bless them. And I dare you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm a challenger by nature. I dare you to go out and ask if you can pray for them. I got one person excited, all right? <laughs> dare you. You will be shaking in your boots, I promise you that. <laughs> I don't know. Do it. Challenge your faith. Go do it. Go bless them financially. Give them a, give them a bigger gift than normal. Guess what? It's, almost, it's Christmas season in my heart already. All right? My Christmas tree's up already, all right? Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Hey, I read on the internet that people who put their Christmas decorations up early are, are what? They're more happier. Amen. Ha ha. I got the joy of Jesus even more than you this morning, all right? You guys are going to go home and put up your Christmas stuff now, aren't you? Some of you are like, just shut up and move on. All right. Hey, we believe God has more. God has more. Not just for you. Not just for this church. I think for this community and beyond. I think he's going to do more in other churches here in our area. We ought to be praying for them. Why? What's the number one prayer of Jesus? Unity for the believers. You ought to be praying unity for this church and unity for all of our churches, not, not only in just our zip code, but beyond, friends. There are churches in our community that are hurting right now. There are churches that are thriving. Unity. Because it's about his kingdom, not just what we're doing here. It's about his kingdom. Above everything. Here's in 2 Corinthians. I'm going to start landing the plane here. This is just, I'm just speaking from my heart this morning. This is good stuff. Go put up your Christmas decorations, okay? Here we go. 2 Corinthians to the church in Corinth because they needed more letters than normal, and they're messed up. So Paul had to write them even more letters. So we, this is this probably, this is actually like the fourth letter he wrote them, but we only have it. So second, yeah, Bible knowledge, Dork, I know. Uh, you will be made, what's this word? You will be made rich in every way. Abundant blessing, not just financially, but just abundant blessing in every way. Here it is. So that you can be what? Generous on, just on Christmas? Just on my kid's birthday? Just when I finally have my tax return and I can actually bless a waiter or waitress? No, 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 no. It's on, on, can we read these two words? On every occasion. Every occasion. Go be a change maker, friends. Go make a difference in someone's life. 
God's blessed you beyond what you truly have. You sit there and realize you start, you ought to start your day thanking God for five things in your life. You watch how your attitude changes. I'll do this with staff meetings on Monday mornings. I'll, t- I'll take a little bit of the gauge of our staff. And I see if they, they're down a little bit. You guys know what I say? Name two things you're thankful for. Before we even discuss anything, changes your heart. You realize what you have. You get, we serve a good God, friends. Landing the plane. Here's your takeaway. You can't forget what the more is for. You can't forget why you're blessed beyond what you are. It's so you can go be a blessing to others. So turn to your neighbor one last time and say, be a blessing, be a change maker. And don't forget, we'll try that again, that's all right. And don't forget what the more is for. Don't hold out, friends. You're God's plan. You're his plan. Go be a blessing to someone. Go be a blessing. I don't know how, though. Give me more practical steps next week. You got to come back. So turn to someone around you and say, come back next week. Yeah, yeah. With the Christmas decorations put up. Can't forget what the more is for. Hey, praise team, you guys can make your way up. Can't forget what the more is for. And you're going to hear other opportunities for you to realize our blessings in, in the next. Again, November is kind of like our missions moment that we're going to give a little bit of time in every service to update you on our missions. And we got mission trips going, and you're going to hear more about that next week. But we can't forget what the more is for. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Let's go be a blessing. Let's go make a difference in someone's life. Because there are people in our lives, hey, they've just seen a glimmer of hope. Let's go be a change maker. Let me pray for us. Father, God, we just thank you this morning. We thank you that you are the original change maker. Because we're here this morning that... We can have second and third and fourth chances that you give us forgiveness and grace when we don't deserve it. And there are times in our lives we don't feel loved and you're just showering us with your love. And we, just, we just thank you. We thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. God, you are incredible. And many times you've blessed us more than what we have. If we just return that to others, to give them hope, May we find our purpose in you, Jesus, and may we ourselves be change makers. Just making this world a little brighter for you, God. As your word says, even a little light pierces the darkness. May our light shine so bright for you, God. And help us, encourage us, convict us where we need convicting. Give us the spirit of faith to reach out to those around us that are hurting, that just need the love of the